This is the Living Out Podcast, and I'm your host, Darren Steele. Now, my focus, my goal is to help people imagine what's possible by exploring their gifts and passions to live out the best of who they are. On the podcast, I will speak about social justice, LGBTQ issues, and of course, as a coach, personal growth and personal development. Over the last few podcasts, I've been diving deep into issues really near and dear to my heart, and I wouldn't even call them issues. Deeper thoughts about being a gay man, our unique gifts as gay men, how I bring these gifts to the world, and through that, how I can make the world a better place. Now, I think sometimes things just fall together, whether there's a reason or not, but things just start to show up and they start to raise questions in my mind. And then suddenly I start seeing things that almost seem serendipitous, but probably because I'm focused on that area, these things show up. So today's episode is called How to Discover Your True Purpose in Life. And I had been speaking about this with a client of mine, and she had mentioned a process she went through a number of years ago in her company with a business coach that was tying together the, the mission of the business itself, and then working with the individual members of the business, the employees, to create their personal mission state statement that reflected and connected with the business. So that's fine on one level, but that you know, that misses the you, the the human, the humanitarian, the who do you as a person on your own outside of a company that you're working for, what do you want to achieve in life? What is your purpose or what is your calling? Now, of course, I've talked about this a bit in the past when I was referring to my coaching methodology, the ADD method, assess, dream, and design your life. And, and the first phase, the, the assessment phase of how I work with clients is to look backwards, to look at how you got to this point in life and to figure out what struggles or challenges you're dealing with, the things that are maybe locking you in place and holding you back, and then to to purge the things in your various environments that are causing those blockages, and then to look at all aspects of, of your life from, you know, your health, career, uh, the, the people that you are spending time with and how those things impact your well-being and to reinforce any of those areas to get clear on those things so that we can move forward into something like your purpose or your mission in life. And that is the second stage, the dream stage, where the mission and the bigger goals or the bucket list are contemplated and created. So I went over to Steve Pavlina's website, and I'll leave these notes in the, in the podcast episode notes. He is a very interesting person who, over quite a number of years, has evolved um, from what might just be called personal growth and personal transformation into really understanding how we perceive the world and these articles are are back from 2005, in fact, 
And it's called How to Discover Your Life Purpose in About 20 Minutes. Now, all of his work is copyright free and he encourages people to use them. And in fact, I use his process when I work with people to get clear on their core values. I haven't found anyone else that's gone into such depth and detail and understanding of the ins and outs and how to get this kind of crystal clear understanding of what's most meaningful to you. So the process that I do is we start with, you know, determining your purpose or your mission before we actually get into the core values, because the two will speak to each other and there's a bit of a back and forth. And quite simply, he says, either using a blank sheet of paper or using your computer, I actually used my online journal app and just write at the top of the page, what is my true purpose in life? And then write an answer. Doesn't matter. Don't don't judge yourself. Don't worry about it being perfect. Just whatever pops into your head, write it down. It doesn't even have to be a perfect or a complete sentence. Just a phrase is fine. But you keep doing that. You keep writing answers. And you just keep putting down whatever thoughts. And you keep doing this. And you keep doing this. And you keep doing this. Until you get to the point where you might even cry. Or if you don't cry... You have a powerful physical reaction. The hairs may stand up on your arms. You may be, just take a big breath in and you realize, what the hell is this mean? Now, it's very worth reading his article because what he talks about is it's going to take most people about 20 minutes to do this. Maybe even an hour. You may even have to come back to this exercise because you might not get that sort of aha, that that cathartic crying like, oh my gosh, this is this is what I've always wanted to do. This is what I really mean to do. And there's a number of other things that he talks about that I think are really worth why it's really worth reading this article in the sense that, you know, we're not genetically coded to have a purpose, but who we have become is certainly going to inform what our purpose is in life. And so me as a gay man, as an introvert, as someone who loves reading and loves critical thinking and is fascinated by the study of consciousness and neuroscience and meditation and all things queer, all of these things have formed who I am and all these things come together to influence what my purpose in life is. I spent at least 45 minutes And I stopped feeling like I might have hit it, but I wasn't quite sure because I've done a similar exercise in the past. Something told me it was good to stop at this point. And I listed out 31 purposes as I was working towards this purpose. It's very similar if you've ever heard of the five whys exercise and the common one in in the weight loss uh, industry or helping people to get fit is, why do you want to lose weight? And somebody will say, well, because I'm 20 pounds overweight. And you say, well, why do you want to lose 20 pounds? So you're always asking what the, the last answer is. And they may say, well, I've spent a lot of money on clothes that don't fit me anymore. And then you'll ask, well, why 
do you want to fit into those clothes? And and it may go further down, maybe several whys, but it might get to something really powerful, really personal, like, I don't feel attractive, and I feel that when I drop back to the weight that I used to be at five years ago, I will feel like I can look at myself without shame. Now, that's an extreme example on the one hand, but I know having worked in the health and fitness industry that usually the truth of the matter is something very powerful like that. And the same with our purpose. I highlighted um, along the way, or rather when I reviewed all of my answers, some things that really stood out. And I'm going to share them with you. And I caution you in a sense to say that this makes me a little nervous um, to share some of the earlier ones, but they are a true expression of what I am interested in. And this is important at this point in December, as I'm looking forward myself to using part of my own coaching methodology to plan for 2019 to really be clear about my mission and my core values so that the choices I make will help me be successful in the sense of spending the most amount of quality time creating what I most want to bring to the world and serving the kind of people that I most want to work with and making the most impactful, transformative difference. Okay, here it goes. Number 18. My purpose is to find a greater universal purpose, one that makes sense to most or all of humanity, that will help people see clearly what is truly unjust, to let go of hatred and the need to be right, and to dissolve power structures that seek to restrict the rights, freedoms, and livelihood of others. I spend a lot of time talking about or writing about injustices and social justice and talk about that on the podcast and and spent a lot of time writing in the earlier part of 2018 on my Medium publication, Think Queerly, specifically about the needs for humane rights, the equality and the acceptance and the love of all people, regardless of race or gender or sexuality. The 21st thing I wrote, my purpose is to see through the space between the polarities, to speak without theory, to teach from the inside and connection with universal truth so that people will hear what they cannot refute because they will know that they too know these truths. I realize over the last few months I've been working in my mind and writing down what I suppose is a kind of a philosophy that I don't know if it's going to become something I could call a philosophy, but a way of trying to understand my place in the world and how to see things in a way so that I can help other people see what's unjust and, and, and I guess on a level, what's, what's wrong. And 
I speak as much as I can when I when I try to impart, when I try to help people transform, is that I'm I'm teaching. So I'm not big on using a lot of huge words. I love language and a big vocabulary, but that doesn't reach everyone. Stories teach. Sharing and taking risk to expose my own truth help create connection. And the, the, the truth and the power of stories are universal truths in, in many of their own ways or respects. And when I say so that people will hear what they cannot refute means if I can connect with people on the level of truthful, raw, personal experience, they will feel or be aware of in themselves a similar kind of experience that will make them realize that that is a truth that all of humanity shares as a way of breaking down and dissolving this difference, this this belief that there's an other. And one more before I get to what my actual well, these all build up towards, these all were me working towards my purpose, but I wrote, I'm a reluctant leader, not seeking followers, instead seeking insight from a deeper consciousness that will inspire other people to look at the world differently so that we can create a world where social justice prevails over rampant capitalism, greed, patriarchal power, and religious indoctrination. Uh, that's in some ways a bit of a combination of the last two things I talked about, the fight for social justice and equality and more empathy and love and acceptance and trying to break down these rigid structures of patriarchy and heteronormativity and ideology that boxes people in and in many ways brainwashes people into believing that the system is the truth when in fact it's just the creation of someone else who's managed to manipulate other people's minds. All of this brought me to my true purpose in life and when I kept rereading it this morning and I was at the gym rereading it, read it a number of times, read it out on a walk. And it seemed almost too simple. It seemed, I sort of almost had the worry, is this not as powerful as the other ones? And then I realized, well, that's just ego. So let the ego go. It's not about power. It's about how does this resonate with me? And why this seemed so simple is because I've said these things in other words or in other phrases even over the last number of years, but I pulled it all together as a result of doing this exercise to drill all the way down to 31 iterations, which is the beautiful reason and the purpose for doing this exercise like this. And this is my purpose. Through my own self-exploration, I seek the deepest understanding of myself so that I may help others understand who they are and why they do what they do to take complete personal responsibility for their actions and how their choices impact the lives of others. Let me break that down to the best of my understanding. I've always been a deep thinker. 
I've always been more introverted, a little bit shy, but really not that shy. I've always been a reader. I've been a critical thinker. I've been a researcher. And I remember when someone introduced me to the quote, and I don't know if it's from Plato or Socrates, but the it's like said, Darren, you 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 lead one of the most self-examined lives of anyone I've ever met. And I thought, well, that's an interesting compliment. The most on the most subjective level, that's how I'm going to understand the world through who I am and through managing myself is how I can understand the world, but also how I can see through my own experience to teach or to coach or to help other people. And then in understanding myself, I'm better able to help others understand who they are and why they do the things they do. And I mentioned earlier neuroscience and and how I find that so helpful to understand that, you know, we have several parts of our brains, some that create habitual behaviors that we almost that are really unconscious, but we can be aware of them and we can learn how to modify them. And we can understand why those things set us up to maybe want to follow others or to be, to allow ourselves to be boxed in by status quo because we're looking for comfort. We're looking for ease. And my introduction 15, 20 years ago to personal growth my my aha moment, my most transformative moment in my early 30s was the awareness and the actual experiencing of I had to take complete responsibility for all of my actions and thus my choices and that there would be no blaming any circumstances outside of me for anything that happens in my life. And when I take that level of responsibility, I recognize that my choices have an impact on others and the way in which I lead myself is how others can lead themselves through my example. And that goes back to what I said earlier about being the reluctant leader. I don't want followers. I don't want to create a cult. I want to help other people learn how to lead themselves through my own experience of how I lead myself in expressing what's most important to me, my values of of freedom and well-being and transformation. And freedom for me is about living financially free and experiencing all that life can offer with my partner and I and living to the fullest expression of my highest self. So that that, that would be this self-exploration and the deepest understanding of who I am. And well-being for me is, is, is health and love and peace of mind and joy and being in nature and vitality and having a clear purpose. And finally, transformation, my ability to impact and, and be creative and express myself in that way through writing and speaking and learning and insight and helping others transform their mindset to improve their lives and live out the best of who they are. And that, to me, feels natural and exciting and invigorating. And so I invite you 
over the next couple of weeks to dive into perhaps this exercise of discovering your true purpose as taught by Steve Pavlina. And if you want to take this to the very next step and look at 2019 through a more critical lens and take the time to dive deep and get clear on how to ADD, how to add to your life, to assess, dream, and design a plan to live your life by design, then we should have a conversation. We should talk about how that could look for you. So thank you for listening. I hope that my experience has given you some insight, some thoughts into what your purpose, your mission might be. But I would just give you the friendly caution of not just jumping to the conclusion of, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know what this is. I'm just going to write it down. That that might be close. It might be, you know, pretty much what it is. But if you've wondered, if you've been seeking, if you've heard yourself say aloud, I don't know what I want to do, or is that all there is? Then now is the time to sit down, make the time when you can have 30 minutes to an hour completely uninterrupted, and do this exercise and discover your true purpose in life.